On tonight's episode of the Libra Lounge with Keisha, we talk celebrity news and gossip, and producer James and I give a review of the movies Rambo and The Joker. This is the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Happy hump day, everyone. Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. This is episode number 20. 62. 62. 62. I like seeing everything backwards. Like I wanted to say 26 so bad. I really, he, he told me I just wasn't paying attention when he told me. So does that mean you're almost four years old? Yes, that would be great. Actually, no, that's not right. I would be 93 because I'm still 39. Do not try to make me 40 before I am 40, okay? Um, we want to give a shout out to our show sponsor, Sassy Class Boutique. If you live in the Houston or the surrounding area, we're located at 3709 Fatter Drive. We have plus size and regular size fashions, upcycled Louis Vuitton bags and clutches and crossbodies. We also have beauty products, hair products, and a little bit of everything. We are your one-stop shop. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook, and you can also go to our our website and shop online by going to www.sassyclassboutique.com. Did I say everything right with that? Yep. All right. So tonight we got some good celebrity news and gossip. So if you're a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It's time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. I told all you hoes and gentlemen that my boo Todd Chrisley was not guilty. Not guilty. And E News just broke the story that he is not guilty. Actually, I'm going to read you exactly what the statement said. This is courtesy of E News. Todd Chrisley and Julie Chrisley appear to have a legal victory on their hands. Uh, they have been accused of evading nearly $2 million in state taxes between 2008 and 2016. But here's the truth. They actually had overpaid. So they actually owe absolutely nothing. I told y'all, Todd is my spirit animal. I knew, I knew he was innocent of all of this. And if he wasn't innocent, I was still going to say he was innocent and I was going to cause a riot if they tried to put him behind bars. So it, it's crazy because all of this shit, they had just like piles and piles and piles of evidence, supposedly, saying that he was so guilty and he's not. And this even started like another little issue within their family with Lindsay Chrisley, who she's just kind of, she's a little odd. I, she is nothing like the rest of the Chrisleys, I will say that. Nor is the oldest Chrisley, um, I can't even remember his name, Kyle. He was on, I think, season one before he, I don't know, got arrested for crack dealing and crack using and heroin using. And, you know, he's a crackhead. He's the one who has the half-black daughter, Chloe. So they're just, they're not like the other three. And I'm, I'm assuming it's because they have a different mom. Lindsay, I listened to her podcast that she has with uh, Kaylin Lowry from Team Mom 2. The podcast is called Coffee Convos. And this girl is just like, she needs to take a couple of pills a day because I have not seen OCD like OCD. Her son, who's five or six years old, as soon as he walks into the house, he has to strip all of his clothes off and take a bath because she doesn't want any of the school germs. That's a bit much, don't you think? I don't even like, I, I sometimes I just don't take a shower at all. Just, you know, I'll do a whole shower. Yeah, that seems like a little, uh, I don't know, boy in a plastic bubble kind yeah, of. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. And there's actually a couple of earlier episodes of Chris Lee Knows Best where um, that's when Lindsay was still on the show and just how she was so, I don't know, she only natural food. She, her kid couldn't have anything um, sweet or he couldn't have Chick-fil-A. I mean, Chick-fil-A is about as healthy as it gets, it gets as far as fast food. I mean, I always feel healthy when I eat from Chick-fil-A. I'm like, ooh, I ate chicken and it was grilled. So don't worry about the waffle fries. I mean, I balanced it out with the lettuce that I ate on this bun. On the on the bread? On the with bread. With the fried chicken? Yeah, but you know what? Stay yeah. in my business because I only eat one of the pieces of bread. So okay. I'm extra fucking healthy. There you go. And I always, 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 always order a diet lemonade. Hmm. Huh? 
our health expert right here. Anyway, I'm very happy to hear that Todd and Julie have been cleared of these charges so they can get back to entertaining us all by filming their reality show, Chrisley Knows Best, which is just now, it's just funny. Todd, it's like Todd and I were twins separated at birth. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, we, no, we, I totally agree. Yeah, he, he, he is I, I am him. So, <sighs> Mama June. You guys know Mama June. They started off on Toddlers and Tierras, Honey Boo Boo, her mom, Crackhead, Methhead, all this shit. So. Wait, before you get into that? Yeah. Are you going to report that she's dead? No, she's still alive. Ah, shit. Her soul is dead. All that liposuction she had is dead. All that dental work that she had is dead. All of that. She looks horrible. So she's so desperate for money right now. She actually sold her house, the house that we have seen on their show, um, Mama June from Hot to Not. You mean the house that her family lives in? Well, no one lives there now. Honey oh. Boo Boo, Alana lives with one of the sisters. Oh, no, I didn't know they that. don't want anything to do with June until she goes to rehab. Wow. Yeah, so she's still with the boyfriend, Gino, and they're both just, you know, living like crackheads. So she sold her house for $100,000 cash. The house is worth double. That is how much she has just fallen. Just, and I bet you anything, in two weeks' time, they're, they're going to have blown through, literally blown through all that money with cocaine and shit like that. And I think the last time anyone knew about where they were living, it was inside of a casino hotel, which there's no way they can afford to keep living there. But I think they got an RV, which looks just, that sounds just about right for someone like Mama June. To live in a just a horrible RV, she just looks so unclean. Just she's just an awful person. I mean, I didn't want to say that about her when the show first came on because it was like which okay, show, the Tallers and Tierras, or well, the well, Tallers and Tierras. She was just kind of a joke. Like, it but was that's kind how of we funny. got famous. And people forget that it wasn't Mama June who was the star. It was Alana Honey Boo Boo. Oh yeah. Then so, you know she went under this big weight loss transformation, which. I, if I'm thinking correctly, they spent like $200,000 on, she got, let me see, I think she got maybe the gastric bypass surgery, and she got uh, liposuction, boob job, tummy tuck, then they did some work on her face, they fixed all of her teeth, and how do you, how do you, when you have veneers, it is really fucking hard to break those or damage those. But she did, and yeah. we saw it on the show. She was eating like a little Debbie snack, and it just boop, popped right out. Yeah, when that uh, when the new show started, I watched it. And it was like, I guess I was in her corner. Okay, let's, let's well, tell no, the I, truth. Let, you let weren't watching it. I know, but when you I showed it I was watching me, it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but at first, I was like, okay, good for her. She's trying to get her life together. Right. And all that. But then as the show progressed, she just I got realized worse. she's a complete piece of shit. Yeah, like she always has way. been. Well, you know, they originally had a television show on TLC. Right. Which is where, you know, Tallers and Tierras used to uh, broadcast from. But she lost that show because she started dating one of the guys who had been in prison for sexually molesting her older da oldest daughter. Yeah, she's so just that tells a, you what kind of a piece of shit she is. Well, I mean, and everything in the last few months just solidifies it. Yeah, she's I mean, a, she's, she's, she's got a person. serious substance abuse problem. She's totally addicted to this guy. I don't understand women that are addicted to men that ain't shit. He doesn't have a job. I don't even think he has a car. I, Nothing. Nothing. Ex-con as well. That is impossible to explain. It really yeah, is. Yeah, and producer James cannot stand her her eyes. The oh woman has glaucoma. She's, I think she, she got fucked up eye is what she got. Yeah, they look, they look bad. And when you put those fake eyelashes on the eyes too, and then when you're high on every kind of drug, it just, your eyes are a little bit droopy. And she, uh, her eyes don't blink equally. Like she does she like a one, She has blink. glaucoma and that a lazy eye. Her, that don't affect her eyelids. Her well, eyelids still work. But you know, heroin and crack, they affect your eyelids. That, it has been scientifically proven that crack users, the first, the first sign of a crack user is their eyelids don't work the, work the same way they used to. Well, her eyelids work like a fucking chameleon. They really do. Like, independently, they can look in different directions. It, She's a mess. It's just amazing to me of all the many things that are wrong with Mama June, the one that sticks out to you the most 
It's her her droopy eye. It's not the droopy. It's the fucking. She rolls them. She looks away all the time, and her eyelids don't blink together. There's like a full second between the left one and the right one going. Crack kills. Crack is wackus. I wish crack would kill sooner. Yeah, Honestly. I mean, I think there are going to be some of those people that are able to be lifelong old people crackheads. I sure hope not. And she's gained, I mean, she's nowhere near as big as she was, but she's gained a pretty significant amount of weight back, Gayon. I don't think anyone's going to invest any more money into her again to go back to, you know, how she looked when she looked, I mean, she went from like almost 400 pounds down to a size two. Yeah, she wasn't, I mean, okay, for her part of the country, for her quality of mates, she was like a nine or a ten. For the rest of us, she's like a two. Oh, and a half. only like for white trash. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. white trash, she was a nine. Yeah, for the regular yeah. world, she was still a like a two. Negative point five. Nah, we'll give her a two. Really? Yeah. Have you ever heard her talk? Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, uh, I, <laughs> I hope she gets it together. I'm glad Alana's not there. I'm glad that her sister Pumpkin stepped up to take on this huge responsibility. And right now. I don't think they're getting paid. I don't know if there's going to be another season of the show. Then what are they going to do? I mean, these are not people that can just go out. I mean, I guess they they get like, you know, a nice office job. No. Webcam. Two words. Fetish webcam. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody will pay to see that. I guarantee you. If they'll pay to watch tentacle porn, they'll pay to watch Mama June get... How do you even know what tentacle porn is? I've never even heard of that before. Uh, yeah, it's that's a thing. what I thought. He's super creepy, guys. Y'all just don't know. He's <laughs> uber, uber creepy, and he just let it accidentally come out. And tentacle, is that what you said? Yeah, tentacle porn. Hentai. Make sure y'all put that on his tombstone. <laughs> Put that on my keyword search. Yeah. So, my main bitches, the Real Housewives of New Jersey, finally we got the new season trailer last week. We have, I mean, I think the people of New Jersey were ready to, like, sign petitions. Like, Andy Cohen, we need this. So, they released it last week, and, oh, my God, it looks explosive. It is going to be a good season. But it led a lot of people to wonder who pulled Margaret Joseph's ponytail all you see is there's a scene of someone grabbing her ponytail and kind of pulling her down to the ground well yesterday we found out that that person was none other than danielle staub and the only reason we know that is because ex real house of new jersey star jacqueline loretta who's broke and is probably trying to get her way back on the show she revealed that it was danielle and she did it by trying to put danielle on blast saying you know this is the same person who filed charges against my eight, 17 or 18-year-old daughter for pulling her hair extensions out. Now here she is, damn near 60 years old, pulling the hair extensions of Margaret Joseph. I'm surprised you couldn't tell it was her by the uh, Sarah Jessica Parker bald eagle claw. It was so has. fast, you really couldn't. And I was really no. paying attention to the sleeve because you literally only saw that much. Because you're mostly looking at Margaret who's like, is it coming out? Is it going to come out? Is it going to come out? Um, but yeah, it's Danielle Stop, which it looks like that whole BFF thing she had going on with Teresa Judice is officially over. So I'm hoping that we get to see some of that during the upcoming season. The season premiere is November 6th. I cannot wait. So when we get back from the break, producer James and I, since we don't have shit else in the world to talk about, we're going to review two movies, one being Rambo and the other being The Joker. We will be right back. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus-size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon-quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at 
www.sassyclassboutique.com. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I just want to remind you guys to make sure you're following us on all social media platforms, especially Facebook. We're almost at 10,000 likes. Isn't that just weird and crazy? I mean, it's just odd. Uh, and yes, we have done it completely organically. We do not buy our likes or followers. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Also, what else are we on? Patreon. Patreon. Go ahead and tell them about the Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com, Libra Lounge with Keisha. Become a patron, support us, and there's some great benefits if you do. Yes, and make sure you also give us a five-star rating on iTunes. You can also listen to the show on TuneIn app and the Laughable app. Okay, so you all know that producer James and I are movie junkies. Uh, if I could, I'd go to the movies every single day of my life. Well, producer James ain't rich, so that means I ain't rich, so that means I got to keep going to work every day, so... Recently, we saw two movies, one of them being Rambo with my boy Sylvester Stallone. Okay, so Rambo was one of those movies that came out in the late 80s, the first Rambo. What was it, Rambo First Blood? It was actually called First Blood. First Blood. Yeah. How many Rambo movies have there been, excluding the newest one? There have been, uh, let's see. I think first three. First Blood, Second Blood, Third Blood. And then this one. <laughs> And then, oh uh, no, and then. There was no third blush. Shut up. There was Rambo 1, 2, 3. Okay. And then there was John Rambo. Okay. From like 2011 or something like that. Okay. And then this one. All right. Five. So, I, look, before we get to the review, I, I love Sylvester Stallone because he still got it. And I like the fact that he sat down and said, you know what? I know I'm this many years old. Uh, I still got a little fight in me. Let me, you know, round up all my boys like Dolph Lundgren and. Bruce Willis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and, you know, he created the, what is it? Um, the Expendables. The Expendables, which are really, really good movies. Um, it just makes you happy to see these people that you grew up with. These were, the, these were the tough guys of the 80s and the 90s. And here they are again, older, more mature, but they're still fucking doing the damn thing. So Rambo um, takes place in Arizona. Uh, it is the continuation from the last Rambo movie that I don't think a lot of people watched, including myself. Um, you see Rambo, he's kind of on like this horse farm or some shit like that. He kind of, well, it was kind of confusing because it's kind of, okay, huh? Where are we at? But um, should we make it a long story short? Uh, yeah, let's try that. So basically, uh, this girl that Rambo has been helping, Rambo, I call him Rambo, like Rambo, <laughs> Rambo has been helping to raise, uh, goes to Mexico to find her father who basically abandoned her and her mom who passed away from cancer. Of course, Rambo and her grandmother tell her, don't do this. Being a dumbass bitch, she does it anyway, goes right to Mexico and guess what happens to her? Bum, bum, bum. Child trafficking. Yes. So Rambo's like, oh, shit, now I got to fucking find my passport. Do I have enough gas in my truck? Oh, am I going to get stopped at the border? Oh, am I up to date on my child support? Because now I got to go get this bitch right here from Mexico. Rambo ain't got no kids. Well, apparently he didn't need the passport because he walked across the border yeah, pretty damn easily. Yeah, they, 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 the border, they were really not on their jobs they throughout really this weren't. whole fucking movie. I mean, if there was ever a time you wanted to get into Mexico, it, go with Rambo because they're just not going to check shit. So he goes to Mexico. Uh, he is looking for this girl. I can't even remember her name. Ooh. Ooh. Well, it was the old woman's granddaughter. It was dumb bitch to me. And her Gabriella. Gabby, Gabriella. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. So uh, Rambo, I don't know what he thought when he when he did this, but the first thing that happens is he figures out who gets her, and then he gets the holy fucking shit beat out of him by a gang of what like twenty guys. Yeah, it was a really it, one -sided it was pretty fight. bad. I'm like, damn, y'all gotta kick like him that, in Rambo? all his ribs. Damn. And they cut him, remember. Don't you, don't you know that's Rocky? Damn. Well, no. Shut up. No. Damn. <laughs> don't you know that's Rambo? Y'all gonna kick him in the face? <laughs> Damn. Where John Wick at? John, can you cut? 
he got the shit beat out of him. But luckily, there was a reporter, a freelance reporter, who had been kind of tracking these guys, and she, of course, manages to save Rambo. Um, did Rambo go back to the American? No, he finds the girl. He, oh, he finds the girl, but man, oh, God, he really fucked up some dudes, like... Mm, yeah, he kind of remembered who he was. Yeah, he had forgot for a minute, but um, he remembered pretty quickly. I mean, when I say he fucked some people up, he really fucked some people up. What was good was he fucked them up in a way that was believable. Believable yeah, for a man totally, his age. Yeah, it yeah. was totally believable. It, it's like this: Sylvester Stallone knows he's old. But he is still well-trained in the art of kicking a motherfucker's ass. So he did that. He finds the girl. They're on the way back home. No, no check-in at the border or anything like that. You know, he got... He, he almost got beat to death. Let's just tell the truth. He really did. He killed about five, ten people, rescues a girl, and then the bitch dies on the way home. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that they let this uh, old man with a drugged-out teenager across the border without any question. They wouldn't check his like, shit. no problem. They was just like, you know what, fuck it. All right, whatever. You know, Trump, you know, he don't want us over there. We just going to do what we want to do, you know? It's a, so she dies, which leads to him having to turn back around to go kill the leader of the group, which was really the brother of the leader of the group. Yeah. He, like, he chopped off the dude's head. Well, and let's remember... Drove back across the border with, with a the head, dude's head, with a, yeah, with a head, yeah. and dropped it like in the road. Like, yep, you guys yeah. are, you guys are following me. Yeah, he, it's the right trail. He crossed the border twice with two dead bodies. Yeah, he he crossed the border with Gabby's dead body. Went home, had a little funeral and all of that. Then he crossed. But, the, ooh, like, can you describe the way he had cut that guy's head off? It, ooh. It was not surgical. No. It was not clean. No, it not was at rough. all. <laughs> it was But angry. he managed to go, you know, cross the border with it. Yeah. So pretty much he did that so that the guy who was the ringleader of the group would come and find him because he knew exactly how. How did he know how to find him? I don't even remember that. I don't think he made it real hard to. No, he did, and he left clues. He wanted. He knew they were gonna come. So what he did was he went back to his horse farm, which this is the same house that was in some of the other movies because it's what his dad left him. Yeah. So he gets back there, and he like, all right, so I'm a team of one, but I am motherfucking John Rambo. So this is what we gonna do? He's talking to himself basically. This is what we gonna do? We gonna set some booby traps. And man, did he set some fucking booby traps? It what what is that saying that a a little short, not feisty dog can whoop another big dog's ass in his own yard? Is that the saying? Yeah, pretty much. What's the saying? No, that's that's it. Yeah, okay, it, yeah. so he's on his own. He he's on his turf, and he he's not sleeping. He's not eating. He's just waiting. So of course, like some egotistic. I mean, because look, if somebody cut my brother's head off, I'm gonna be like, damn, that's fucked up. But we just gonna end it right here. <laughs> <laughs> this one guy this got it. past <laughs> yeah. everybody. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. He didn't already kill seven guys. He killed my brother, then chopped his head off. We don't even know where his head at. Like, we're going to have to do a scavenger. Where is Dora the Explorer when you need her? Maybe Dora and Boots can help us find my brother's head. What we are not going to do is go fuck with this dude again. See, here's the thing. What I loved about this one was that in a lot of action movies, the people at some point realize who they're up against. Right. These guys they don't have never any idea. No, they had no yeah. clue at no all. Idea. No idea. Okay, clue. so he, the, the ringleader and his guys come in like, what, maybe eight Mercedes, uh, like SUVs yeah. to, like yeah, SUVs. yeah, yeah. So they just know, oh, this, is this the same old dude whose ass we kicked earlier? Oh, we got this. Mm. Ooh, damn, they was real wrong. I mean, they got their asses kicked before they even got out the vehicles. It was so, it was so brutal and and realistic, uh, and man, it was it good. was good. It, it was, was really good. good. I mean, people got blown up. People got arrows thrown through their bodies. He had like bear claw. I made that up, but didn't someone get stuck like in a bear claw looking thing or something? Yeah, he had a. I mean, it, it was everything that you could think that was again. It was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And it wasn't crazy over-engineered. It was really straight-up guerrilla yes. warfare shit. 
Okay, but then we get to the last dude. Whoa, that last dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so you know how he had cut the dude's brother's head off? Well, he cut this dude's whole heart out. Like, he went, eh, 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 uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. brutal. And then what was real fucked up is that after he snatched the guy's heart out, the guy was still a little bit alive. Just long enough Just to long see Just long enough to say, be like, that motherfucker, God, he, that's my heart in his hand. <laughs> Just kind of. Got my heart in my hand. Yes, but, oh. you know, Rambo did get shot like twice. Yeah. But Sylvester Stallone, being the badass that he is, he don't call no ambulance. Go sit out on his Porsche rocks a little bit. And in the final scene, he's like, I ain't riding my, they ain't going to take my truck no more. Let me go ride this horse. How the fuck are you 70-something years old? You done got shot twice. You have been traumatized. And you just going to ride your horse. You know what it kind of remind me of? I don't think yeah, so. going to take my horse to the old time road and going to ride. They should have played that song for that part. With that, I mean, I know you hate that song. I would have walked the fuck out of the movie theater. I would have I would have asked for a refund if that happened. Period. Rambo is a must see. It was one of those. As soon as I got out of the theater, I had to call my dad and say, "Go see this one." But <laughs> so I know a lot of times we make fun of my daughter Skylar, but we really don't make that much fun of producer James's son Jackson, who is Jackson's what fourteen or fifteen? Jackson is going to be 15 this year okay and um jackson is autistic high functioning autistic um i mean i'm gonna tell y'all this secret really a lot of the autistic shit that he does is the same shit his daddy be doing but you ain't hear that from me so anyway who did you get to sit next to during the movie oh boy <laughs> I got, Look, hold on. Before we even go any further, if you're one of those super sensitive bitches, go ahead and just go somewhere else because we talk about everybody. Nobody is safe. Hell, I listened to a podcast this morning. They were making fun of people with lupus. I was laughing. It's like, oh, that's funny. They weren't making fun of people with lupus, but it's this woman who everything is, I have lupus. I have lupus. I have lupus. I got to go smoke this cigarette outside because I have lupus. So tell us about the fine young gentleman that you got to sit next to. Yeah, folks, this is real talk, 100%. Yes, from a parent so, of a child from a parent who is of, autistic. Yep. Mm -hmm. So when Jackson and I go to the movies, we love going to the movies. I don't go with them. He, he has a habit of talking through the movie. He's gotten really good at, you know, if I tell him, you know, Jack, shh, he's good about stopping. Apparently, no one ever taught that to this guy sitting next to me. He was probably in his, I'd say, mid to late 20s. Mm -hmm. And... Throughout the entire movie, I had to listen <laughs> to this guy narrate the entire thing. So here's an example. When the girl dies in Rambo's truck, I literally hear, oh, John Rambo's not going to be happy with that. <laughs> you think? And then, I mean, every <laughs> single thing was just like somebody giving you, somebody speaking the cliff notes as they were watching the movie. It was just endless. And I got mad at first, and I realized what it was. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's see how, uh, let's see how he does this one now. Yeah. Oh, John Rambo's going to be very upset about that. Oh, those guys are going to be in trouble when John Rambo fights about this. Like, oh, my God, Rain Man. Would you just watch, please? I want anybody into the movie theaters these days. Part, man, part of me, like, as a reflex, wanted me to put my hand on his leg like I do with Jackson. Right. And just so he'd take the cue. Right. But I didn't because I thought maybe he might one of those, like, get that special kid strength and just start yeah, beating down on me for go, no good reason because that ass. shit's real. And you know me. I'm going to still finish eating my pop popcorn. I'm going to enjoy my drink. I'm like, this is an extra right here. <laughs> you know, at the end of movies, there's a little extra. Here's a little extra live right here. So I was sitting next to, which I didn't know any of this was going on. I was sitting to like a kid that was five. And I'm like, one of, I'm like looking at him like, do you, do you think this is appropriate for your child to be watching at 11 o'clock at night? He just to keep y'all asses up all night long. Plus, he's got a damn big red drink, popcorn, candy, watching murders and stuff like that. I'm like, they just let anybody be parents nowadays. Yeah, the only thing I can say is uh, even though I had to kind of get used to that sitting next to me, but he le uh, legitimately enjoyed the movie, was into it, and that's, you know, I like that. 
I get Quit it. Lying. No, really. Don't I act do. like you just I such do. a good guy. You no, love, I really do. You love all the autistic children of the world. Well, not all of them. Do you like yours? I love mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, but when he was describing when we left, I was like, <laughs> I had no clue any of this was going on. Oh, no. He's like, oh, my God. Did well, you I'm glad hear? you didn't know because you have a habit of calling people out when they make noise in a theater. Yeah, I would have like, look, we pretty much have all figured out you're autistic. We get it. We get it. We get it. But I'm going to still need you to shut the fuck up. So what do you need? You need a Game Boy? Uh, do you need some money to go get some more snacks? What kind of snacks did you you? Oh, he didn't have any snacks because he didn't eat any of the movie foods. Because, you know, autistic kids, I mean, they got their things that they eat and that's it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still would have, yeah, I would have talked to him. I know. Yeah. He, yeah. He would have been like, ma'am, that really hurts my feelings. It was supposed to. You guys <laughs> have no idea what kind of uh, anxiety I get whenever we're at a public event and one person is not doing exactly what they should and Keisha gets that look in her eye. What? And that, I mean, it really is like you flip a switch and it's angry black woman and scared white man. Look, you're you're painting a picture like I'm just this aggressive creature, and I'm not. But I can be. It's the can be. But I'm not. No, I don't just wake up in the morning like, oh, I'm going to be aggressive, and I'm going to fight, and all. No. But I can flip that switch very easily. But to be fair, I always give people three chances. Yeah. Now, if you decide to fuck up all three of those chances, that's At not on me. If you fuck up all three chances in one time. That's yeah, that's not my problem. Like, no, you should have thought about this, you know. But I think I've been on pretty good behavior, with, except for that one incident. But that was an incident that was we'll talk case. about it another time. Yeah, special case. That was a very special case. But no, I just, if I would have heard the boy like, look, baby, we know you autistic, so you don't have to act autistic. Would that have been an okay thing to say? No, that's terribly offensive. Okay, let me try it again. Look, we all know you're autistic. You stop right there. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem part of the statement. Well, and I'm like, but we all want to enjoy this movie. But we can't do that because your ass keeps talking. Now... Do you need to go back up there all the way up to the top so we can't hear you? I would give him chances. But if he continued to fuck up, then I would have to get aggressive with him. Okay? I would have talked nice to him. I don't just start off cussing and cussing people out. I give them an opportunity to be like, so are you going to keep doing that? That's one example, too. Uh... <laughs> We can't hear the dialogue. Which, granted, is not cursing, but it sure ain't. No, nice we, and sweet. we we elevate. Okay. So that's two. Here goes three. Look, ho. <laughs> I didn't try to explain this situation to you every fucking way that I know how, but if you continue with this behavior, we're going to have a problem. See? That's it. Those are three warnings. Now, if a person decides to continue to do that, well, you know, these paws, they, they do a lot. But what you really don't want is this mouth. I think that's the worst of anything. I will take you punching me right in the face, then take that mouth. Seriously. It's I, a gift. It's a gift that I've been blessed with. You verbal know. samurai. Verbal samurai. All right, when we get back, we are going to talk about the well-awaited Joker movie. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. So, you know, during the break, we kind of were talking about, you know, how I could have handled the situation with the autistic kid a little bit differently. differently. But God knew he, what he was doing. He set the right person next to that kid. I mean, okay, is this better? Okay. Look, we all know you're autistic. But do you have to act that autistic right now? Is that better? Uh, I think it's as good as that's about as good as it's gonna get. I think. How about this? Yeah. Producer James, ain't your kid autistic? Can you speak that language to this autistic kid so he can shut the fuck up? I mean, I didn't miss this whole scene. Is that better? Let's uh, just move on. Okay, wait. I want to get this right. You can't look. We all know you autistic. Where your mama and them at? They, they, they just let you come by yourself. Is that better? Uh. 
Sure. Will it will it get us past this segment? One Please? more. <laughs> Shit. Okay, look, look. We know we we all know you autistic. You have let everybody in this theater know. But I know you probably didn't drive here, so you probably got to walk to wherever you came from. Don't make me break your fucking kneecaps. Is that better? Yeah, sure. Oh, just great. He just never gives me any kind of credit. Okay, so everyone has been talking about Joker. Is it Joker or the Joker? Joker. Yeah, Joker. It's just Joker. Okay, so Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix, who, yes, he's this great actor, but you know what, to me, he's just River Phoenix, his little brother. He will never be River Phoenix. He'll never be as cute as River Phoenix was. He'll never be as talented as River Phoenix was. He will never be able to die of an OD like River Phoenix did. Right? Okay. So, I sure hope not. Yeah. I like him. So um, he plays the role of, what is the guy's Fleck? Arthur Fleck. See, that's, <laughs> when you name your child Arthur, you really are setting them up for a life of fucking disappointment, sadness, and depression. Don't name your kid Arthur. And then the last name is Fleck. Fleck. You know what I mean? Every time I would say his name, this is what I would do. Fleck. Because it makes me think about a flip. Anyway, so everyone's excited about this movie, but everyone's like, ooh, is he going to be able to do a better job than Heath Ledger did with his performance of the Joker? Which Heath Ledger did a phenomenal job. He was fucking crazy. Um, but then he died. So now we have to have someone else play the role of the Joker. Uh, well, he did die. I know. It just, this, you kind of. It was like a throwaway line. Like, he did a great job, amazing work, then died next. Yeah, he died, so he couldn't do the role again. Yeah. So they had to find someone else to play the role. Well, then we had, remember, uh, Jared Leto from Suicide Squad. Yeah, but that, which was, yeah. Yeah. that was a weird one. You know, Jared, Jared Leto's a really good actor. He's oh, yeah. come a long way from being Jordan Catalano from My So-Called Life. What was the movie that he was in with uh, Matthew McConaughey? Oh, that was Dallas Buyers Club. That was he great. He did great, okay? But, you know, like a Suicide Squad, look, it really was like a group of first-year junior college theater arts kids sat down and said, let's write a movie. You can do this, guys. Come on. That's how the writing was for Suicide Squad. So just, yeah, we can't blame Jared for that one. So now we have Joaquin, <clears throat> who uh, really this movie was about how he became the Joker. Yeah, it's kind of an origin story for Joker. It's none of this shit that we've heard before when Batman, oh, he fell into chemicals, that's why his hair was green, and uh, it's none of that. It is way, way, way more realistic. Like, everything that happened really could have happened. It, it, you forget, well, here's the thing. When we think about the Joker, we think about a superhero movie because there's always the Joker and Batman or some shit like that. This was not the case. Um... Before we went, we went on opening night, but it was like, you know, being reported that a lot of people were walking out of the theater because ooh, it was just too much. I'm like, bitch, we just watched Rambo last week and he cut somebody's heart out. I think we can make it through this film. I have never walked out of a theater because the movie was just so just too much. What is, what, who does it? Man, that's that. that Suburban that, that, white women. Well, it's just that overly sensitive time of history i guess oh this is too dark this is too scary this is trump is president Ugh. these are dark times i mean come on <laughs> oh my god all right so we 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 were watching the movie and oh my god i can't i don't want to do i don't want to spoil the film for you guys or should we let's not spoil this one Okay. Because it's still pretty new. Let's talk about the acting in the movie and a little bit about the story. This really shows you firsthand about mental illness, okay? You watch this movie and you be like, damn, I know a few motherfuckers like that. Maybe they really are crazy. Because this is not, whoa, he's crazy. This is seriously needs to go see a psychiatrist three times a week. You need to be on like 15 different medications. It is, it, it, it's, you feel for him so bad because he's suffering just from mental illness. You know, he wasn't a bad person at all. No, you're, it, it's a, uh, it didn't start 
with that loony, like you, like you said. No, uh-uh. it, it started with just somebody who has problems. Who's poor, one. And then just, like, taxi driver spirals it into... Does. It does. It, it, it spirals out of control, but when you really think about it, when it started to the first incident that happens, really wasn't his fault, you know? No, it really wasn't. But you, you, you see, like a lot of mentally ill people do, they can't accept the actual nature of reality. And, right. and they turn it into this paranoid, everybody's out to get me. Yeah. You know, the world is against me. It's somebody else's fault that my entire existence is flawed. Right. Man. Well, was... you know, he, he he's dealing with mental illness. He He's doing the right things, but he goes to see a psychiatrist. Of course, it's, it's government assistance. You know, it's a government-funded program that he's able to go and talk to some weekly, someone weekly, get his medicine. Um, but it really paints a picture of how it is in a world when you're poor versus when you're rich, which you've got the Waynes over here, and then you've got the Flex over here, and... It's, it's, it's sad. You, you leave being very sympathetic toward the person that you're supposed to hate, this bad guy. You, you, you forget about the Joker. He doesn't become the Joker till the very tail end of the movie. Up until that point, I mean, everyone has dealt with depression. Everyone has dealt with anxiety. So many people, producer James, are OCD. You know, we all have something about us. I I feel that every single person on the planet would benefit from seeing uh, a therapist. I I, I really, really do. But this poor dude, he just can't get a fucking break at all. It's like one thing happens, then the next thing happens, and it's all out of his control. he He never does anything worthy of the bad treatment that he gets. No, that's true. And, 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 you know, uh, when he finally takes a stand, well, he kind of, I guess, well, they shut down that government program, so he ain't no fucking medicine. So that's when shit really got real. Um, you know, when we left the theater, I was telling producer Jane, because we had, like, a stalker issue that happened about a month ago. Do you remember that? I do. It was pretty scary. And then, you know, that reminded me a lot of that person. I'm like, she acts like this. This is her just thinking, oh, that's a good idea. When any normal person, like, uh, fuck, no, it's not a good idea. It, it's just, it's, that's the darkness is that you are facing mental illnesses. And a lot of people, they want to live these cookie cutter lifestyles and everything's great and wonderful. This, you are forced to sit there for two hours and watch what it is really like to have a mental illness. And it is dark and it is scary. And you know what? It can happen to anybody. Not me, because you know, <laughs> I was born with pure perfection. But a lot of people, it, it, it's very real. You're not walking into the theater thinking that this is how this film is going to go and that you're going to leave feeling the way that you do. Yeah, there's no, uh, um, a lot of superhero movies have like the, the happy tie-up right. or something like that. This is, no. this is not, I mean, this is, I don't know how many people watch it because it's a classic, but uh, Taxi Driver with Robert De Niro mm-hmm. is a very good... That's my boo because yeah, I love but... him some black women. He's also in this film. Carry on. Yeah, um, that movie is very, very kind of a blueprint mm-hmm. for this one where you've got a guy who's got some issues and just the world, the way he sees the world, the things that happen to him just take him into a terrible, terrible place. Right. And... This movie has a way of pulling you along. Right. It's not like you're, you don't feel like you're just watching it. All of a sudden, you, you really feel, feel like, like you feel it. You feel like it's you. It's yeah, just, it's a, it's he, a very... Joaquin does a fantastic, like he has to win an Academy he Award. He has to. It is There's no way. They shouldn't even nominate anybody else. Just the amount of, of discomfort yeah. you, you, you're in. That's how far they you draw have to you play, into to the play story. a role like that, you've got to go somewhere that you've never been before. Right. So of course everyone's like, oh, well, he, we hope he doesn't dry, die of a drug overdose. A lot of times you have these actors that go so far into their roles that they can't bounce back. But I think Joaquin will be fine. Oh yeah, he'll be fine. He I think hasn't he's had like, a history yeah. of any kind of drug abuse or anything like that that we've known of. No, he's like uh, Daniel Day-Lewis who can go all the way into a character yeah. and then knows it's a job and yeah. kind of turns it off. Yes. And yeah. he, I mean, he turns it on and oh, it's just it was like, so good. 
Ooh, so I mean, I mean you walk out still. I don't know about you, but I still felt tense. Like, I did. Oh yeah, hours you do. Afterwards. But you felt tense because your ass had to go pee, and you were holding your pee throughout no, the whole movie. No, Tell the truth. I had emotions. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Stop lying. Oh, Jesus. I don't. What? You need to start going to church. You really do, because you just lie like it's nothing anymore. You had to go pee real bad. It doesn't mean I don't have feelings. The only thing you felt was that urine. Felt pressure? Yes, that's why you <laughs> felt. Thank you, now you're admitting it. That is why you felt tense. But no, seriously, you just, you leave out and it's just like, damn, because this is a movie, this is a character that we have followed for so many years, especially for people who are big comic book fans. So you kind of really have, there's been a couple of different versions of the Joker, but it's never been this. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, for the movie Jokers, except for Jared Leto, who came on screen Leto, as Joker. Not Leto. Anyway, so, uh, or with Heath Ledger, who came on the screen as Joker. Yeah. The couple of origin stories you've had were kind of like a dude who had a really bad day, and that just turned him into something insane, like Jack Nicholson. This movie shows you. He had a you, bad life. Well, yeah, it, this shows you what it would really take for a person to become the Joker in a realistic, not just a, had a shitty day. Right. This is like way This is deeper. someone who's really trying to dig them themselves out of being poor. This is someone who actually is getting up every day to go to work. You know what I mean? This is someone yeah. who has a dream, but then you get to a part of the movie and you're like, what? That motherfucker was really delusional. Like you don't even realize that he suffers from delusion until it's just like a quick little playback where you see oh that did not really happen but at the core of it he was still a pretty he was an okay guy yeah i love it this isn't a spoiler but i love the way they did the laugh because you know usually the joker laugh he is had, he had a thing. laugh kind of like he had Tourette's. like he, he carried around a card yeah. saying hey i have a medical condition just ignore me because he just it's like Tourette's. he just would laugh yeah jared leto i mean not sorry uh joaquin phoenix said in an interview that he he never created a laugh. Mm -hmm. Every single laugh he did was new and different because mm -hmm. he wasn't trying to laugh. His right, because it, it wasn't shit that to. was funny. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was really a different, yeah, almost it was a just like, sympathetic was, laugh. Yes, and he just couldn't control it at all. And you could see that there was times he was embarrassed and he would try to stop it. And he just it 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 is a dark movie. You will not go home feeling light and fluffy. Um, it's not even the same feeling, the adrenaline rush that you get when you leave after watching a film like Rambo, because you're the pump. You feel like, you know, I don't know. I feel like I could go snap somebody's heart out just like Rambo. You kind of feel like that. This one, you're like, damn, that could be any of us. This was a, a real character study. Oh, yeah. I mean, a really definitely. deep study of a human, not a comic book character. Yes, it's not the comic book character. You know, producer James, just listen to him because y'all know he's about that kind of crazy too. He'd just be walking around laughing at shit and people are like, where's your card? <laughs> where's your card with your medical condition on it? Uh, but he was diagnosed with several different things and there was even one part he was telling his therapist, I need something else. This is not working anymore. Like, you know, and, and, and I feel like a lot of times that doctors, they just throw something at them. But no, it's a process. You have to figure out what medication does work for you. Just because it worked for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work on you. And it's him saying, it's not making me better. I'm still feeling like this every day. Can you give me something else? And just, uh, it, it, and again, it, is, uh, it highlights rich and poor. Because a lot of the the lot of the the things that happened in his life came from being poor, you know. And even even him being able to get um, the the uh, the right help that he needed for his mental illness, he was poor. He didn't have insurance. He had to go, you know, to a government funded program, and then they lost the funding for that program. Then it's like, so then what do you do? How do you get your medicines? You don't just stop being having issues or being crazy because the funding was gone um but it is it is most definitely a four-star movie i don't understand why people was getting up and walking out i'm just like okay what are y'all the duggers like i mean <laughs> just i can't can you reach me saying can you see this is too much I, I can't i can't i can't james i gotta walk out what it, i we just pay 
$25 for a fucking ticket each. And we ate. No, we just spent $1,000. We fixing to sit in these seats, recline back, and watch this whole motherfucking movie. That's just how I feel because I'm a G. I, I just, I don't understand why. I mean, what, what would you think if I said, I, just, I can't. I, I got to walk out. I, I don't know what I'm not I'd that say. bitch. That would be so incredibly counter to you. He would think, what the fuck is going on? I would think you were sick. Uh, he like, would think that would be the only reason why I got up from a movie and said I can't watch it anymore. Is is look, I have finished watching a movie when I was diabetic, and I know my blood sugar was like two, but I'm like, we are gonna finish this movie. <laughs> two, damn. It was two. I mean, immediately after this movie's done, I gotta go back to the concession stand to get some M and M's. But I, we're going to watch this movie. So all right, that is our so-called ass backwards review of this movie i mean go see both of them they're both really good um and we'll be right back hey guys it's keisha the host of the libra lounge with keisha podcast and web series if you follow me on social media you know that the million harris is one of the sponsors of the show i've told you all about the great hair products for both men and women that they have but i wanted to give you an opportunity to actually see some of their hair bundles here they are what I did was I ordered both 20 and 22 inch Malaysian bundles and a frontal from the Million Harris and took them to my stylist and had her make this unit. Yes, this is actually a lace front unit made from the bundles I purchased at the Million Harris. I usually don't wear this much hair extensions nor do I wear it this long, but I really, really love it. The hair feels amazing. It looks great. I've been getting compliments everywhere that I go. So make sure to go to her website or stop by the shop and get your order on. She's got hair products, bundles, and mink lashes. Make sure to use my discount code Lever20 for 20% off your total purchase. Thank you all for tuning in this Wednesday. Remember, you can watch our show anytime from anywhere. It is constantly played on our Facebook page. You can go to our YouTube channel, and I hope you have subscribed to it by now. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. And you can also follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and you can listen to the show anytime by downloading the TuneIn app and the Laughable app. So we do not have a bitch please of the week for this week because my ass is hungry. And I want to go because a real bitch will come out if I don't eat pretty soon. Right, Pro Producer James? Oh, yeah, your uh, hangry face is scary. Oh, yeah, I get hangry, hangry. I mean, I got to eat. I mean, a bitch got to eat. So we will see you guys next week, and we hope you have, what, a, do we, a good week? Is that just, like, too cliche? No. Have a spectacular. Huh? Have, a, have a wonderful week. That's so stupid. Don't fuck up. Don't have a fucked up week. There How you about go. that? Yeah. Make, go off into the roll and don't have a fucked up week. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. It's the Nibola. The Nibola.